Welcome. To Arcade Audio. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. It's tricky. It's so tight. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right. On time. It's tricky. It's tricky. 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 Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I think Pete Davidson's a Transformer. Have you been just like practicing that the entire time since we watched the trailer? I have not, no. I did it once and then I was like, I'll do it again to start the show. Because right before we were starting recording, we watched all of the, uh, the Super Bowl trailers because we didn't get a chance to watch them yesterday because we were getting our taxes done. Because we're but, adults. Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> when you're 36 year old, you forego watching the biggest football game of the year. You go get your taxes done instead and uh, walk out of a Miami grill at 8 o'clock at night, which we'll get don't to. Even ta- don't even. Oh, we're going to. Don't uh, even talk to me about it. February 13th. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, Happy we don't Valentine's. celebrate Valentine's anywhere. It's a Bullshit holiday. Oh my. I just tell you I love you every day. And that's That is not true. I do too. Are no, you kidding you me? I know. I'm just trying to put on for the show. But no, you do. Multiple you tell me. times a day. Yeah, I know. I know it's gonna be once a day. No. You get three hundred and sixty five I love you's. That's not no. Please don't. <laughs> You're so sad. Fine. Fine. A, a one every other day. That's not nice. I was trying to do the math real quick, and I couldn't. Yeah, you're 182 and a half. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, if you're new here, uh, we do love each other, and we talk about our lives, we talk about a random movie we watch from a massive movie collection every single week. Um, that's busy times here for us. We're recording two episodes this week, uh, one today, um, right after we watched the movie with our daughter. We talked about last week some some programming changes, change some orders of things around just to make, make it a things, little easier. Make things make more sense based on the, the length of movies and the time that we have at hand. So we watched Sonic the Hedgehog two today for our wrap it up series because we watched Sonic one for the podcast. I thought it was put year. a ribbon on it series. No, it's never been a thing. Oh, I'm just trying to fuck you up. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then uh, we will have our guest star episode next week with Keaton and Kim. We watched Liar Liar last night after our taxes appointment. Um, Yeah, we got our taxes done like at 8 o'clock at night on a Sunday. Um, And they went very, very well. We don't need to go in detail on that. What I I want to talk about is we had a very set schedule in place. And I want to give a big fuck you to the Miami Grill in Kissimmee, Florida. Fuck you, Pitbull, if you're listening to this. Not only... (laughs) Were you a part of that terrible blood money movie? You also (laughs) are a fucking uh, financer on a fucking flailing franchise. It's the only one in town. We were on that side of town. We need to get something quick for dinner. So I'm like, yeah, the novelty. Let's go. We went there once before for lunch, and it was good. You know, it was fine. So we go in, and granted, yeah, it's Super Bowl night. It's like seven o'clock, but still. You're open. You should have the goods. And we go to a lady who I could best describe looked like Guy Fieri as a woman got spit on by a tattoo wall. 
Um, yeah, I think that's an yeah. accurate and assessment. And she was like also taking order in the drive-thru, so you couldn't tell who she was talking yeah. to. When she and was I, looking and talking to you, she barely said anything and had a look on her face that was like, I want to die. Yeah, and I think that I think that she was also just maybe... A bitch? I was going to say something a little more colorful, but yeah, we could go with that. Yeah. So we ordered our food after what took forever, and we go sit down. And about 15 minutes go by, and we, there's no food coming. There's nobody else there. One other person comes in after us, and that's no it. No one else. There was maybe one car in the drive through yeah. But it's just her and this other guy who ends up being the manager working there. So, you know, okay. So 15 minutes, they come by, and she just goes, what do you want instead of onion rings? Because I ordered onion rings. <laughs> you fool. And I was like, uh, uh, fries, I guess. And what do you want instead of a burger? Which is what Samantha ordered. It's been 15 minutes. They figured out 15 minutes. You fool. That, uh, that, okay, whatever. Yeah, we'll just, you know, figure it out. So then 15 minutes later, it's After been that, half an hour. Yeah, yeah. And our, our, our tax appointment is rapidly approaching. It's a drive. We, um, we, like two bags of food just dropped on our table without any word or whatnot about it. And we start unpacking said bags. And about a 30 seconds go by, and our, the ray of sunshine that she is returns to the table and just takes two sandwiches off the table and walk and like stares at them. No, no. She, she like picks up the receipt. She looks at it. And then she starts rummaging in the bag of food that she had given no, you. No, 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 no. No, the sandwiches were already out of the bag. They were on the table. And then, Yeah, and she just picked them up. I'm like, is there a problem? She goes, yeah. And then she just walks away with the sandwiches. I went, okay, all right. So I get up, I go, and I go, can I see the, are you the manager? Can I see the manager, please? And he just comes over, doesn't say anything to me. And I go, this is ridiculous. It's been half an hour. She's got a terrible attitude. We took forever to get our food. You dealt us halfway through preparation of our food. We you don't have what we ordered. Fucking, I forget what else. So he's just staring at me. And I'm like, so either we either need our food or just give me my money back. And without saying a word, he takes his gloves off and just goes to the register to give me my money back. Yeah, and you know how you, I know it was bad? Because you're the one who complained. I didn't have to do shit. I just sat yeah. there. And then so... That's uh, how you know it's bad. Thankfully, Jillian was able to bring her hot dog with her. I should have just taken all the other food. We should have just fucking ate it. At that point, I didn't even know what I was going to fucking eat. Because at that point, the person from the drive-thru comes in. who That's who that food was. But it was still all fucked up. And she had no idea what was going on. Then he refunded me the wrong amount of money. And it started talking to the woman that came inside, complaining about her food being messed up before even finishing my thing. So I just reached over the counter, yeah, yeah. grabbed he, my refund receipt, and walked out the fucking door. Yeah, he didn't even finish up. And I went to my car where outside there was an outside table just totally on its side and the umbrella still open outside of their establishment. Yeah. So Miami Grill, everybody, not the worst Miami Grill experience I've ever had somebody have. Hashtag you got that powder. Um, besides that, it was a fun weekend. <laughs> we, uh... We uh, did our normal thing. Well, we did manage to sneak in a movie on Saturday night that we finally watched on Netflix with Jillian, Matilda the Musical. We did. Uh, we've done Matilda, the original film, uh, the 96 film on the podcast several years ago. And since Jillian has watched it and loves it, and I think we talked about it on the Matilda podcast how it, it was basically my favorite book growing up, and you're you you, you absolutely love Roald Dahl. So uh, we finally caught this. Had no pr- prior you know notions about the musical or whatnot, and uh, I think by the end of it we can both say that we were happy blubbering messes. Yeah, just both tears streaming down our face. 
because of how much Jillian enjoyed it and how much we'd enjoyed it. It it fucking killed. And and Jillian is Matilda. Yeah, yeah, we're raising Matilda. Um, yeah. When we were reading her uh, story tonight, when she was reading her story, because she's six and can just read a full book at the drop of a hat, she was doing it in a British accent. And I go, Jilly, why are you doing that? She goes, because I want to. Because Matilda was in, she sounds like she's from London. Right, she doesn't do a Cockney accent. She well, does a good accent. Well, yeah, and also because she's around my family. Yeah. My mom and my grandmother still have their accents. So, yeah, so it was, it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, if you haven't given it the time, Make sure you do it. I it's hard to like rectify if I like it like that more than the original. I still think I like the original more, but it's just because of like repetition and how much I saw it. But also, I think that this one was a better movie than the first one. At the end of the day, I don't know. I can't. I don't know if I can. Say I mean, that. I have to watch this one again. I've watched the original Matilda. I know. I don't know if I could say times. that. I think it's more of a sentimental thing. But I love what they've done with it. I love the angle that they took, the story that it tells, and the music. Um, Songs are good. It had wonderful production yeah. design. The, I, the girl I, who played Matilda was great. She Emma was Thompson's great. fucking Emma Thompson. Yeah. I can't wait to see the actual stage musical. Right. There's, I know, some some other things that got left out of this. But, um, yeah. I know that it's... I know that it's just like a retelling, but it's just so hard to replace Matilda for me. Or to say that, you know. Yeah, I mean. It's... I like it better or something. Like, I I love the, the overall story of Matilda. And so I, I like both versions of it so much. I mean, over time it could be the kind of thing. But after first sure. viewing, it's a great companion piece. It's, it's, it's just as worthwhile of your time as, as anything else would be. I'm so tired. So, let's, uh, anything else before we get into the movie today? No. All right, let's get into it. Uh, uh, one of the many recurring series we have on the show is our Wrap It Up series. So basically, if we have seen a uh, movie from a film franchise, and after doing the movie for the podcast, we acquire its sequel or its universed movie on DVD or Blu-ray or what have you, then we immediately watch it in our queue. For Christmas, Jillian received Sonic the Hedgehog 2, so we will do that movie today. Samantha, your turn. Read the package, please. It is sure is. Oh, you're too close, Mom. You're too close. <laughs> no, like for real, don't touch me. Even better than the first, says Scott Menzel, we... Live Entertainment? I'm not sure if it's Live or Live. I'll let that, I'll let that go, yeah. Cause I, I just, I've yeah. never heard of that publication before, which is probably not a good sign for this movie. I mean, so the movie I'm not sure if it's like, We Live Entertainment or We it's like I didn't Live know that band. I didn't know that band was Live the whole time. I thought it was Live. The band that sings, sings uh, I Alone and... Uh, it's Live? It's, I, the whole time I thought it was Live. I thought it was Live as well. When I had Amazon play it uh, not too long ago, it you said... You can't trust Amazon. Amazon doesn't know how to say something. it should know. Things. I don't know about that. Well, look at everything. I don't know about that. Now you're going to fuck me up for the rest of this reading telling me that shit. It's going to be in my head. The world's favorite blue hedgehog is back for the next adventure in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. After settling in Green Hills, Sonic is eager to prove he has what it takes to be a true hero. His test comes when Dr. Robotnik returns, this time with a new partner, Knuckles. 
in search of an emerald that has the power to destroy civilizations. Sonic teams up with his own sidekick, Tails, and together they embark on a globe-trotting journey to find the emerald before it falls into the wrong hands. Very good. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. So when we watched uh, the original last year, it was in preparation to go see this in theaters because J- J- Jillian, Jillian got real into well, it. Well, she just saw the commercials for this one and was like all about it. And I don't know how she knew what Sonic was beforehand. She hadn't played the games or anything. Maybe she had like the iPad game or something I can Maybe think I- of. Yeah, she did have an iPad game. I think I don't know if she started watching the cartoon no, or not. Because she just started watching all like the newer cartoons on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, no, after no. All she, this. I know she had a game for it, yeah. and I'm not sure. So, so it, this became like her thing last year. Like, oh she, yeah, she was all about. She got pajamas for it. She toys, books, yeah, like you know, she, she like loved a typical five year old. You know, you have something for a couple months, and the new shiny thing comes along, and you like right. that. But she's been pretty consistent with with this. She'll rewatch it all the time. Um... And, you know, of course, we bought it, so that way, whenever it leaves whatever fucking streaming service that it's on, Mm -hmm. like, things are popping up on a physical media owner. I'm glad I am one. Um, So when we watched the first one, we're like, hey, all right, that's not too bad. You know, like, okay. Yeah, we 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 were pleasantly surprised um, at how much we enjoyed it, because we did not see it in theater. The first one, we didn't see it in theaters or anything like that, so... One also, we on this podcast have been burned quite a bit with the 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 IP movie for kids that stars like, James Marston with a animated creature of some kind. Sure, the uh, cup. But if we're not getting that condensed, which does feel like a bigger category than it should be. <laughs> uh, you know, the, those those movies for parents can be a little, uh, you know, not to spoiler next week, Magoo. Um, Back to back Jim Carrey weeks, by the way. I uh, didn't intend to do that when we decided on what yeah, we were doing. But... Oh, I don't think we even said what we were doing with Keaton. Well, people find out here, people already know now. Uh, so, this, we'd watched the first one, and I saw the reviews for this one. They were about the same. And I was like, okay, probably it's a sequel, so it's probably a little worse. But, you know, it'll be passably doable. I like this one more than the first one. I. I love this one. I, I would say I love this one. I love it. I, I think it is better than the first one. <laughs> it's it's the rare sequel where it has more character. It, it gets more into the mythology and more into the lore of the story. And it continues the same amount of fun that it yeah, has. Yeah, it builds on the first one really well. And it's just got so much f- fun going on. Like a lot of humor. It doesn't take itself too seriously, no, and it embraces no, it embraces all of the characters and their thing, and and I just really I enjoy it. I was glad we got to watch it, and I and I also love watching Jillian watch it. Oh yeah, she knows like everything that's happening. She's like, yeah, she does like the hand movements. She's like mimicking like characters catching things or stopping things or yeah. like the motions that they make and do. And then at the beginning, she was trying to tell us everything that was happening. It's like she forgot that we, number one, we saw it in theaters together, and then also that I've been in the room like one of the other ten times she's watched. <laughs> right, this. right, and she's like, "Oh look, that's tails, you guys." It's like, like yeah, thanks, I know. <laughs> thanks, Shelly. Let's 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 eat our food. Yeah, let's see, yeah, let's let's shut up and watch. Huh? <laughs> I didn't tell her to shut up, but. Um. Yeah, it's it's just fun is the right word for it. It's, it's just a lot of fun. It it's nice to see 
things from our childhood grow with our child and like they be good. Like yeah. I'm excited for Super Mario, you know, making another like video game like big movie comparison because it looks like it's going to be really really well done. There's been plenty over the course of um I think it's something with our generation is especially in the past 5 or 10 years the nostalgia of that era the late 80s throughout most of the 90s the stuff was done was just so good and so fun and it made such an impact that now that we're going back and revisiting those things there's so much TLC that's given to them yeah. as opposed to the stuff that was in like the 70s and 80s because it was just it's just a I know it's just a different era there was there was not like that sense of innocence in it. Yeah, you there, had, there's like a reverence for yeah, it. Yeah, you had like the drug culture and you had all this stuff. Like, like the late 80s and 90s, we didn't have that stuff. But like, it was almost, uh, who has said this before? I've said this about Batman. And I know Robert has said this about, um, you know, other things as well. It's like, oh, Tope has said this. It's like fucking like cartoons and TV like partially like raised me. You know, like, that, that stuff, like, I was put in front of a t- TV set, and I turned out fine and great. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you know what I mean? Like, uh, so when now people that were, you know, 5 to 10 that are now 30 to 40 being involved in them, trust yeah. me, I know, it, it just has a feel to it that just feels genuine, and it's it, this doesn't feel... Even like the teaser for the third one, it doesn't feel like a cash grab. It feels like we have something that people enjoy. It's making a lot of money, but also we have the stories and we have the mythology right, right. to it's tell the proper bringing, stories now. Right, it's bringing it to life in yeah. a way that it didn't before. Right, yeah. like it's taking it from this video game property, this comic book property, right, this graphic novel property, and you know there were the cartoons and everything, but bringing it. To this screen and and mm-hmm. like you said, like being that multi generational thing, like because uh, the people who are thirty to forty now, a lot of them are parents, right? Mm-hmm. And and you're not the only one who you know tries to share things from their childhood with their children. You know, yeah. like that's a thing. So um, I'm not surprised that they're revisiting it. I'm so glad that they're doing it so well, but. Yeah, I totally agree. I... Now that said, I still do want an ugly Sonic TV show oh, with Tim yeah. Robinson. I mean, that's, uh, that's showing us what should have been what we originally had. And what could have been? Have yeah, what could have been? Um, which is a great thing. We don't have to talk about like any of that on this because now it's just like the norm. It's normal. You know, the first one had such like this embattered. I think that's what the first. Yeah. The first one, like the fact that the first one turned out as well as it did, was like, oh wow! Like they had to like reshoot the movie. In parts because of, like, how bad the the response to, like, the look was and the publicity. And it turned out being fine because it was, like, the last good thing before COVID. And then this one was just like, oh, well, is this going to be a sequel? It's going to be bad. And then, like, this one worked really well. So now, like, for the third one, I, like, I think everyone's just going to be like, let's just go. Like, we're ready, we're yeah. ready to rock and roll Yeah, this. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, what is your favorite scene or favorite part of the movie? I mean, I've just got so many. I think, I mean, I think my true favorite part is just any, any scene that Knuckles is in. Knuckles is my favorite part of this movie. Knuckles is great. Knuckles is my favorite part of this movie, hands down. 
Now, is is the character... It's both. It's Idris Elba being Knuckles, being this super strong, really practical... It's kind of like how Drax, it's Drax is... It's Drax, it's Drax, but with a better accent and uh, bigger British. hands. It's British, British Drax. Echidna Drax. Yeah, British Echidna Drax. Yeah. And... I just find so much joy. I think it's great. And I think the further along the movie goes and, like, the looser he gets, I just love it. I think it's it's a great I, I arc. Be, I'm fearful of what... That we sort of there's going to be, like, a little, like, spin-off miniseries with him. And then the third one, it's going to get to that Drax level. And I, I still love Drax and Guardians 2. And I still love Drax and the Christmas special and everything. But, like, that just became that character. Like, there's... It's rare for him to, like go back to anything else. And, like, it's going to be the same thing for Knuckles, and I hope it, it has as long a sh- as a shelf life as it does with, with Drax. Um, but, you know, I, I agree. It's just, like, seeing those fights, like, on the big screen, it it looks great. It They're, they're amazingly laid out, and then you do get the fun of him, you know, being, for lack of a better term, this literal imbecile. Yeah, yeah. Is is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I, I like this. I think the thing about the movie as a whole is it takes, it, it, it does a lot of stuff that like other movies would do and just kind of, kind of like sets, sets it aside. Like the family is still really, really sweet. Like, I love like the little scene where like he's faking the the airport thing for them to go through the rain oh, and yeah, go to Hawaii. Yeah. So cute. And there's never a thing where like like the family and him have like a falling out. It's the same thing with him and Tails. Like Tails is his friend and Tails helps him and he feels bad about like Tails getting injured, but there's never a thing where like they argue or fight and like, you know, they have to the come conflict back isn't between yeah. Them. Like, the conflict is straight between the villain, the bad guy. Right. That's why this we, movie is so effective. There is a bad guy <laughs> right. to hate, and even though you still like him because of Jim Carrey right. chewing up scenery, but you have a core fucking antagonist, and everyone can focus all their energy and hatred on that everyone well, knows yeah. is happening. Everyone knows it's not gets a surprise, or things are getting misconstrued, and it just fucking works because you just. Everyone's on the same page the whole time. And yep. it's just, all the cards are out there, and you're just able to follow the story without everything. Now, don't get me wrong, there are some swerves, but... There are 22 swerves, what? exact. You're kidding me. I have a lot of notes on this movie. Okay, so we are, right, I'm stopping this right now. If you, you can't pick and choose... Oh no, but they're legitimate swerves. You, you don't stop, don't, I don't need to hear all 22, please. No, I, I'm I going to. Nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. Nobody wants to can hear I just, 22 swerves. Can I give Unless you, a, you fucking rapid fire it. But I have to give you context to when the swerve comes into play. Otherwise no, it doesn't just make say, any sense. No, 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 you don't. No. All right. You, swerve. You, you, it's no, 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 no. Shush. Because <laughs> what you're going to do is you're just going to read the movie. You're just going to say no, the I'm fucking not. movie. No, I'm not. You're going to waste everyone's no, ears I'm time. No, I'm this not. is not a conversation no, I want to have. Just rapid fire say, swerve, this happened, swerve, this happened, swerve, this happened, swerve, this happened. That is funny. That's what people will enjoy. So do that instead of, you know, instead of, instead of swerve. Like, but I have to give context. No, what they if don't. Didn't... People will either watch the movie or they don't listen to the podcast because. Right, but what if, but what if they watched it but they don't remember? Then they should the have been paying came. attention. Well, more. but. This is not going to be 25 minutes of every episode now. 
But why not? Because it's not. Just because you're upset you didn't think of the bit? No, because I want people to actually fucking listen. Swerve, it's a trap. Swerve, there's knuckles. Swerve, it was a joke. Swerve, it's an energy surge. Swerve, it's knuckles again. Swerve, knuckles is hilarious. That's not a, okay. It is because you don't know. You don't know until no. he does his first joke. Swerve, he put on some Bruno Mars and now they're rocking out. Swerve, there's an avalanche. Should have been Swerve, there's a dance contest. Well, no, I... Just, just I, I don't know why I interrupted you. I don't care. Just oh, go. I should add that. So now there's 23. Swerve, dance off. Let me just add that in here so I can keep it to my count. Do you know the definition of rapid fire? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying, but you keep interrupting me. Swerve, avalanche, swerve, Tom's phone. Swerve, Tom's phone again. And then here's the swerve from earlier with the ring magic trick. He switched the rings by accident. All right, so I'm going to pause again. Swerve, he punched Randall. So I, I, fig no, so I figured out what happened. Swerve, everyone is an agent. Shut the fuck up. Swerve, they all got knocked out and stop. Rachel did not mean stop. to do that. Stop, So I figured out what this is. They're not swerves. Yeah, they're swerves. No, 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 they're not. They're swerves. No, they're not. They're not. This is what you're doing with all of this. This is not the most swerve award you're going to have. This is the movie Samantha paid the most attention in award. That's no, all it is. No. No. It's not a swerve that he punches him. It's, it's a swerve. Not, you no, didn't think he was going to do it. You didn't think he was no, going to do it. Not. Did you think he was going to do it? Yes, I did. No, yes, you're I did. a liar. Yes, I did. Only because you saw this movie before. Swerve, he jumps in front of the taser. Swerve, Sonic saves Knuckles. Swerve, Sonic can't swim and drowns himself. Then, oh my God, Swerve Knuckles saves Sonic. That's the last word. No, 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 it's not. Swerve, the emeralds go in him and he turns into a crazy, powerful gold Sonic. Swerve, he is exactly the Sonic you knew. Swerve, he calls him dad. And Swerve, shadow. That's the last word. Um, my notes deleted from this movie. because My notes ran away <laughs> from being a part of my notes. They're thoughtful and take time to like explain things about it. It took movie. time for me to put together 23 swerves. Now I've got to change my count. Hang on. I'm, you're not doing this anymore. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Just you challenged me, nope. me that you challenged me that I won't yeah, be able to do this for every just movie. Give, just give me a number and an example. One example. No, I don't no, need no, to no, 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 no. Because I have to substantiate it. So what I like about the movie. I have to substantiate it. Is uh Oh, the other thing that I was going to say, because you, you literally raped my train of thought, um, is another thing the movie does really, really well, like subverting your expectations, is... We're swerving. I'm going to quit the podcast right now. This will be the last, yeah. No. And Mary Movies right now. I'll have to explain to Keaton why I, you're not recording because of your obnoxiousness. Chris, we've been together for almost 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the, this is the breaking it's, point. It's getting there. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this is all I had to do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would have done this a lot yeah, sooner. Yeah. I would have started paying attention to movies like five years ago on this podcast. How long have we been doing this I, podcast? I guess I'm starting to think that I just am. Eight years? I'm. Oof. I'm I might have an aneurysm. <laughs> anyway, normally in these movies, the. B and C and D plots. I'm glad you think you're so funny. I'm like partially serious. 
Uh, <laughs> like you don't care about because it's like oh this actor he's, they had to give them fucking their time to do the thing because they're working with fucking sticks with you know green tennis heads balls on them or whatever there, you know? yeah uh, and like this like you still have that and there's probably like too much of it like this movie's like two hours like you could easily cut a half an hour off this movie and I'd be totally fine with that that's my biggest complaint is it is too long and the middle really drags and the ending really drags as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, like they, like the actors are having fun and they're invested in it and they do a good job. So you actually care about like Rachel and her fiance. Like in any other movie, you're just like, why are we wasting time on this? But in this, you actually are like, okay, I'm I'm fine with this. Yeah, it's the kind of the stuff for the adults. Even Jillian kind of laughs at it and you know kind of gets it and whatnot. Um, so that, that's another thing that I, I really really like about the movie. Um, underrated soundtrack. Oh, absolutely! The music is awesome. They they did a great job in the first one too of yeah. bringing music to fit with the like, tempo and like the vibe. It is another example of a movie that is now overdoing the hey super super fast so slow motion with oh, an yeah, ironic yeah. song. Like we watched the Flash trailer before this. And I'm sure that there's going to be one in that that's going to make mm-hmm. me, you know, want to kill myself. Yeah, that that was a... I did not need to see that again. Like, we saw it in the first one. Yeah, I didn't need to see him... Passe. Right, I didn't need to see him, like, doing the thing with all of the... Um, all of the drones and stuff, because we saw that in the first one. So yeah. I didn't... I wanted to see something different. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the first, like... Th- 25 30 minutes of the movie is honestly like from beginning to end like my bet my favorite part like i love the opening scene where he's on the mushroom island and him kind of going like mushroom planet mushroom planet like being a little crazy and excellent know. performance by jim carrey i mean he still has that pitch uh, i mean this might be the last movie he ever does because he's oh. apparently retired hopefully they do a sonic 3 that they he goes back for but um but then you have you know, the good follow-up scene of Sonic in Seattle, you know, trying to save the day and doing so, but being very bad at it. So careless. Like, just careless. Careless, teen- careless as a careless kid, yeah. Teenage, yeah. Like- and then, like, the, the exposition-y scene of setting up everything with, uh, with Tom on the boat, and then they go to the vacation, and then hit, like, the little montage of him partying at the house is cute and funny, and I just dropped that toy on the ground, and... Uh, right into Robotnik coming. That one was mine. Well, it's on the floor now. Uh, Robotnik coming in with Knuckles and then Tails coming in. Like, all that's like in a half an hour. It's great. And it, I'm like, it's... you were clipping right along and then you start, you know, you spend a little bit too much time in Hawaii. Like, the dance stuff and the stuff on in, like, the mountain, like, it goes a little bit too long. You know, you could have like, tightened up, it up. There's a lot but of. But I appreciate some of the things that they do in, in those places. Well, sure. I scenes. mean, it's it's a lot of character building between Sonic and Knuck- Sonic and Tails and their relationship, and you get time to understand. I mean, a, a lot of it I would cut is some of the just extraneous ro- Robotnik stuff because it just doesn't hit as hard as the first one. Like the novelty of Jim Carrey doing this is kind of worn off, and they also. Another big complaint of mine in the movie is the references. And we talked about, we liked them on the first one because they just kind of worked for Sonic being this, you know, loner teenager living in modern times. Like, he would do that. 
But, like, he's not the only one that does that. Like, Robotnik's doing it. And they just don't work. It, it dates the movie. And this it movie came out hit. last year. Yeah. It hasn't even been a year since it's Yeah, it hasn't been a year. So it dates it. So I don't need to see Jim Carrey floss. I don't need to hear, like, Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel jokes. I don't need, I don't need that stuff. Uh, it's fine, few and far between, but it's got to really be clever. And here, there are a lot of throwaways. Um, there's... Also, a lot of stuff that just kind of gets, what's the phrase I'm looking for? It, it gets a little obvious at points, like the wedding ring stuff, like that's the... Like, no, it was the, a swerve. You didn't know that was no, going to happen. As soon as... You didn't you, know it was going to happen. As soon as you see him pick up that ring, it's like, motherfucker, he's going to fuck up the rings. Um, same thing with, uh, you know, like I, I never need to have a movie have like the new character be on the bad guy side only to switch over like it's in every fucking movie now like you know Knuckles is going to be good by the end of it um, give me some I don't know just give me some extra tension give me some extra layers to it I do like how they save one another though and that's how that that progresses I think that was that yeah because it was an unfair tactical advantage yeah. um, did you even say by the way hold on Swerve everyone is an agent I said it did you I said swerve everyone's an agent. Okay. Swerve Tom's phone. Swerve Tom's phone again. Swerve from early with the ring magic trick. He switched rings by accident. Swerve he punched Randall. Swerve everyone is an agent. I wasn't listening throughout that. Yeah, I'm aware. Uh, but I said it. But then again, that go- then that goes on too long. And then you have like a 10 minute stretch where it's just the two girls like on their little like, mission. Yeah. It's like, what, what movie is this again? Yeah. Um... And the, the, it's just it, there's just re- repetition. There's like two or three Sonic and Knuckle like fights. They're all great. One's on a snowboard. One's like a knockout drag out. You know when they're going for the emerald. One's the initial one destroying a house. They're all good, but you know there's not really like an escalation to anything. Um, and like I said, the end of the movie, you know, Emerald Robotnik is just Carrie getting like even weirder. Imagine it or not. Uh, it, it's great getting fucking walk from Pantera in a PG kids movie, but uh, the whole like kind of big robot against the three of them ending of the movie, eh, it just it's it just feels very done. Yeah, I like the first one kind of had like lower stakes where they're just on the Green Hill Street and he's in like his whatever little contraption that he was in. It felt. You obviously first people yeah, have, have to like to amp it. You have to though. heighten it, you but have you just have to heighten it to make sure that it's interesting. And I don't think it necessarily was interesting. I, that whole scene, I was just like, just let me have Knuckles say more silly things and get him to the end where he's playing baseball. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I love the final scene of of uh, Knuckles. Why playing am baseball. I angry at the enemy ball? I have conquered the first base. Is just very, very... The second base is also funny. mine. Like, yeah. yeah, it's really great. Um, and then the movie also just nails, like, the like the nerdy geek stuff of, like, holy shit, they're supersonic. Holy shit, they're shadow. Holy shit, you know, we're seeing Robotnik in, like, his big machine. Like, it does do a good job of, uh, holy shit, the fucking balls. I'm just like, man, we don't need to hire some... Act. Just hire the same broad that does Tails the whole time. Yeah. You know, like... Like, there's a lot of that stuff that I like that fan service because there's not, like, build-up to it or there's not, like, a wink and a nod to, well, here you go. It's just, like, it's naturally mm-hmm. what's happening in the story. 
There is also a lot of stuff like that um, in terms of some of the references, particularly uh, uh, Jim Carrey telling Supersonic the end, there's good people on both sides, quoting Donald Trump after having been... Did You didn't pick that up on all? No. So at the end, when like Supersonic's floating in there and, he, and Bonnick's trying to talk his way out and he's like doing the robot hands behind, he's like, I'm just saying there's good, good people on both sides. <laughs> I didn't realize. Yeah, I realized that right away. As the guy that was playing Biden on SNL at the time, and you know, has been a, a staunch, uh, you know, anti-Trump person, was very, very uh, aware of what was happening there. We'll we'll get into like Jim Carrey more next week. I'll go ahead and t- tell everyone, as I was alluding to it earlier. So Keaton and Kim's uh, movie we're we'll doing next week is Liar Liar, which I was very excited to do. So we'll be covering that next week, and I, I want to kind of get into the Jim Carrey of it all next week, because again, I think before the Sonic movies, we hadn't done a Jim Carrey movie on the podcast. I don't think so. I do believe he still is only a one-time MVP on the show. Um, so we really haven't had that like j- open, yeah, that open Jim Carrey discussion. So I think next week time for it because he's a comp- complicated figure to talk about unfortunately as, he as, is. as all of our uh, heroes uh, from our childhood uh, seem to be uh, what did you not like about the movie I've kind of no I I, I kind of chimed in there a little bit um, I I agree I think some of the the stuff was a little long like in Hawaii especially um, I like what they did like Giving yeah. that storyline to Rachel and stuff like that, but I, but yeah, I agree. It went on too long. It, it is just got it, too much of Olive Garden guy. Didn't need oh, all yeah. that. And especially though, that's something that you didn't establish earlier as well in the movie. So like, for whatever reason, had you just walked into this one, you could have watched this one and been pretty self-contained and been fine. You know, they do a good job of explaining everything else. Yeah, that guy and that whole stretch. No, nah, you're fucked. You know what I mean? Like, you, you have no idea what's going on. And that just naturally bothers me. Are you just looking at fucking shoes while we're recording? I am not any longer because you caught me doing it. So let me get this straight. I said my piece so and you in, made so fun now, of my swerves. So, so here's and what's going to happen. And you made me feel bad. Now I want to shop. So, so normally, so before for 400 some odd episodes, you would sit here and play your nerdy, shitty dungeon puzzle games while you're supposed to be watching a movie so we can have a conversation about it. And now you're watching a movie intently so you can do your bullshit swerve statistics when we're recording. So to make up for that time that you don't have while we're watching the movie to I not do to, what you're supposed to be doing when you. we're having a conversation about the movie as soon, as soon as your riveting bit is done, yeah. then you can just go on and do whatever you were going to be doing when you were normally watching the movie. Yeah. That, that's what's going to be happening now? Yeah, I'm just going to sit here chop onions. Sweet. Great. What's the matter, man? You. You're the fucking matter. I know I matter. Because you're basically not. No, I matter. Uh-huh. You are matter. Yeah, we're all matter. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Like, I'm correct. We're all made up of matter, sir. MVP or LVP, where do you want to start? We could probably start at LVP. So our LVP for the first one was Adam Pally, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Wade. Wade, yes. There's more Wade in this. Wait, there's a lot more Wade I in this. I actually think there was more in the first one. I don't know. I think maybe the... I don't 
don't know. Maybe he just had a lot more to do. He's on my list, but the only note I wrote was, it's just required. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's not, I don't think it's him in this. I don't think it's him in this. I, I think there wasn't much change from his first rendition yeah. of this character, but it wasn't as, maybe because like I'd already seen it, I wasn't expecting anything it wore different. Me down, yeah. Yeah, and I and I do like um some of some of the interactions like with the bagel and he captured um Dr. Robotnik's assistant or whatever. Oh, Stone, you mean the Stone. LVP of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get his ass on the first one. It's it's this one. That's like I, why do you give that guy so much time? Like I do, I didn't need him running a bagel shop. I didn't need him making his lattes. I didn't need him... Being the face of a rock? Well, that was on the deleted I know, scenes. but I feel like I'm glad that they cut it out. Oh, God, it was terrible. Uh, he just doesn't fit with what Jim Carrey is going for at all. And he's just always there. <laughs> and it drives me nuts. Um, I think it's him easily. I don't even have... Anybody else? My first thing was surprisingly not Shamar Moore because that seems like the kind of part that somebody would walk in. Yeah, like that that guy. He's he was a, a soap actor forever, and then he got a, a kitschy CBS procedural for like ten years. That guy got called from his agent. And was like, "Yo, you got a part in Sonic Hedgehog 2. And nine point nine 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 times out of ten, he walks in that set and gives nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's Absolutely. like, "Man, whatever, Sonic Hedgehog two, fucking." But like in this, he's really charismatic, he, and he, he gives it his all. He gives it everything. I was so ready to be like, "It's Shamar Moore." Like, look at Shamar, yeah, Shamar Moore in this movie, and it's like, but "Look at Shamar Moore." Okay, Shamar. He and James Marsden have a good rapport. Him and Rachel have a good rapport. Yeah. Let's go with a shirt off. It's a win-win-win. For it's everybody. a win-win-win for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um. So it's 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 uh Stone. Yeah. Okay. You don't you don't have anybody else? No. Okay. No. Uh, that actor's name escapes me. I'll find it here in a second. We'll go way back. I, I literally was it's on... It's Lee Majdub. Yeah, I'm going to look it up, Samantha, because you just made up fucking nonsense. No, I didn't. That's his name. That's so rude. His name is Lee Majdub. I told you. Majdub. Um, my, my phone autocorrected it to Mandolin. <laughs> your phone's an idiot. Yeah. Because you're putting it through all this fucking hell of writing down all these fucking swords and just want to work for you anymore. No, yes, it does. It loves working for me. MVP. So last time it was Jim Carrey. It's not Jim Carrey this time. He's still very good. He's still good. But to my point I was talking about earlier, he tiptoes over in way too many instances the weirdness or the corniness that is a pratfall for a lot of these PG movies for kids. Like, it's just something about it that, it's still good, but there's something about it that just isn't as kind of cool and as refreshing just, as the first one. Yeah, day. and I honestly just think he was overshadowed by Idris Elba. I, uh, I, I'm sorry. I think, I, mean, I think Ben Schwartz does a great job as Sonic in this. He's mastered the part. He, he, he does a great job, but... You know, we've had a movie already to know and and learn to love the character, right? And his characterization yeah. of it. Knuckles comes on, literally swinging. All right, Idris Elba does such a great job, and I mean, it's just, it's, just 
You could tell he's having fun. It's the weirdest casting. It is, but it, it works a, no, no. so well. I remember when it was announced, I was like, he what? will literally, he is the black Christopher Walken. He will do He will do anything. anything. Keep getting them He gets checks. all these, I think he's in like 11 movies a year. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. pull it up. Yeah. Absolutely. He, it shouldn't who work. Who else is in that many movies a year? It shouldn't work. Bruce Willis. Is well, a, that's different. Those are directed DVD. And also he has like like a brain tumor or something. <laughs> that's so mean. No, he doesn't. No, he does. He has something where like. It's not a brain tumor. I mean, like his motor skills are leaving him or something. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he can't make movies. No, he is. He's done making movies. He literally is not making movies I know, movies but anymore. that wasn't the excuse. eventually he's not going to be able to fucking talk. But that wasn't the excuse when he made all of those directed DVD movies. Yes, it was, because he already knew. Did you not know this story? No. He already knew that he had this disease, so he just started taking any roles he could get that were easy to make money to set his family up for financial success when well, he was gone. You know what? It's he's kind a, of sweet. He's a smart man. Yeah. Whereas Eater's Elbow is just like, yep, I'm in. I didn't even tell you what it was. I'm in. Uh... It shouldn't work at all. Shouldn't work at all. It shouldn't work at fuck. You literally have to give a select filmography on his page because it's so many movies. I have to go to a separate link for his filmography. He's got ten upcoming projects. Uh, well, I'm just on his Wikipedia. So in 2022 alone, he did this, Thor Love and Thunder, uh, spoiler alert, um, Beast, 3,000 Years of Longing, and whatever this, he did a voice in a short film. Then this year, he's got the Luther movie. And then in 2024, Sonic 3, that's it. Okay, it's not as many as I thought, but it just felt so. In 21, was Suicide Squad and The Harder They Fall. Then 2020, which is Concrete Cowboy, but that's, you know, 2020. Then 2019 was Hobbs and Shaw and Cats. It just felt Well, like he's also, lot. but then he's also on, like, the Zootopia TV series. Well, but also, yeah. So he's 20, also. It's a lot of voice work. A lot of voice work, you know? So, so that, I think, adds to it as well. Yeah, 2016, you did Zootopia, The Jungle Book, Bastille Day, Finding Dory, 100 Streets, and Star Trek Beyond. And then the next year, he did Dark Tower, Molly's Game, Thor Ragnarok, and The Mountain Between Us. Like, motherfucker fucking works. And I, I wrote Ben Schwartz down to Sonic first because we talked about it. I mean, he's nominated, I think, for a Mullet Award um, for, the, for the role and the first one. And in this one, like, he just fucking embodies, the, like, what they've done with the character. Of course, Tails, like, that actress has been doing that character for 30 years. Classic. Um, but they created something unique with Knuckles, and you have to give Idris Elba credit for that because... Of his tone and his cadence and the way that he's able just to un to t- tap something into this right, character, right? Right. So I'm I, yeah. It's interesting. I, I think it's it's just his reactions are so well timed and so measured, and he he's just so authentic when he talks, and it's being this ludicrous. Animated. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just ludicrous. Not not that not that the other two characters aren't like they're. You know, they they embrace the roles and everything like that. It's just something about this performance just brings it all together. Well, I'd like to congratulate yourself, but he's just joined our uh, MVP and LVP list because he was previously an LVP for one of those movies I just mentioned, Star Trek Beyond, and this is his first MVP. So... Idris Elba joining a, a, a steamed list, I guess? I don't, I don't know how you would consider 
the uh, both MVP and LVP list. I think we've got some 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 really good people on that list. Oh, uh, that list includes from most recent to oldest: uh, Jenny Slate, Kevin Spacey, Seth Rogen, Oscar Isaac, Jonah Hill, Teach Grant, Re- Rebel Wilson, Jamie Fox, Sarah Michelle Geller, Andy Garcia, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, John Malkovich, Dustin Hoffman, Sylvester Stallone twice. Adam Sandler, Pierce Brosnan, Dom DeLuise, Jason Lee, Joe Pesci, Douglas Seal, and Sigourney Weaver twice. That's a really, I mean... That ends up being a pretty good list. That's a pretty good list. Pretty pretty solid list. Um, I wrote on here, it's not her, but she deserves recognition. The actress who plays Rachel is hilarious. Hilarious. She, yes, I agree. If she had more to... I think they gave her more to do in this and in the first one. And I think oh, I course. made the comment in the first one how her, like, one scene when she got tied up and then she told JoJo to put on her Fitbit or whatever and run around the house. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's just so well done. They gave her more, which I really appreciated I mean, seeing the character grow and, and, you know, develop. But I don't think there was enough to make the oh, argument no, for MVP not. for the entire movie. But, but I agree. She again, did great. Whereas, like, Adam Pally and the guy that plays Stone and, you know, those live-action characters normally get, like, groans from me because of the material they're given and how they produce them. She turns any type of chicken shit into chicken salad mm-hmm. in anything. Um, former SNL writer. She's a series regular writer on Insecure. And she was nominated for an Emmy for Outstanding Supporting Actress for The White Lotus. So now I want to watch that even more because she's on that. Yeah. So we have to prioritize when we get back from the cruise and we have free time in like May. Uh, <laughs> well, what time in no. April? We, as of right now, we have uh, nothing in April. Okay. Um, Poker Face, White Lotus, Last of Us. Before two of those three get out of control, we'll never be able to catch up to them ever. Like Ozark, which we watched two episodes of? Yes. Got it. Yes, we still have to finish Better Call Saul as well, but that's because we're waiting for the final season to be on Netflix. Um, yeah. Uh, so the next one should be coming out next year. So that's exciting. Very exciting. I believe it's supposed to be a, a Christmas release as well. It'll be in December as opposed to the first two, which were all like... Summer. Spring, no, they were spring, spring, spring releases, yeah. Mm. Um... And Jillian now has the Sonic Color Switch game. She's, we're going to start playing sometime soon. Uh, I also tried to start playing off of the Switch, the Sega Genesis pack that's there. Um, like one of the original Sonic games. And I never played them as a kid. And I, I know why, because I'm bad at them. Oh, the, only, the only time I'd ever played them. I used to play true, them a lot. I played them one time in line because at... Nickelodeon Studios Universal, they used to have yeah. them in the line. That's the only time they I ever did. played Sonic before was was that. Yeah. You, it, and you know they had the studio tour and stuff that you mm-hmm. could do and everything. God. You know I did that. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't do the studio tour. And I got slimed. You got slimed? I got slimed. And I went to the Clerish Explains It All set. Mm. It was really cool. So I did the studio tour twice. The first time was when... Um, first went to Universal with my mom and dad when we were down like you know picking out our house to move and stuff and it was just awesome they were filming Shelby Woo at the time oh and I, god I came back to school to tell everyone there's gonna be a new show called Shelby Woo and I was like who gives a shit um <laughs> I, and I I behind my parents back and my everyone's back 
the what would you do wall was set up. I opened up one of the doors, the what would you do set, and like there was nothing in it, of course, but I was hoping there was going to be like a prize or a pie or something. Um, I watched the show, and then the second time I did it was um, in fifth grade after we had moved down to Florida. Our uh, like our fifth grade trip was to Universal, so my parents were chaperones because my mom wouldn't let me out of her sight, uh, <laughs> and it was awful. I was still a Pussy ass little bitch didn't want to do anything. Still, I was still scared. So Twister just opened. Everyone wanted to do Twister, and I didn't want to do Twister. So of course, my parents were like, "We're not doing Twister." And eventually, like there was a couple like like girls that were like really bitchy, but then it was my mom, so it was just like, it was like an episode of fucking Dynasty up in there. <laughs> so it was an old lady and kids. Um, but the one thing like me and this other kid who thankfully was also a big ass little bitch wanted to do was the Nickelodeon thing. So everyone's like, fine. Which, fuck them. They were like 11. Who doesn't want to go to Nickelodeon Studios? So we do the thing. And when you did, when you got slimed, were they still doing like the game at the end? So they basically had two sides of like the arena where Guts or What Would You Do or whatever was performed. And like, like one side would fight the other side in like three games. And when I went as a kid, they were doing like all this gross stuff, like sliming kids, sliming parents, pies in the face, yada yeah. yada yada. Um, so my mom was like, "We're not. Don't raise your hand because we don't want to get dirty." Oh my gosh! Uh, so for this, um, they do the first two games, and they're they're pretty tame or whatever. So the final game, it's like like the, the like what's setting it up, um, and one of the kids from my class like raises his hand and like gets picked, and they're like, "Who is the?" Who's the, the adult with this child? Shut the fuck up. No way. I, I've never told how, you this story how, before. How did I not know this Who's story? Who's the adult with this child? And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, he's there. He's standing from, like, this is like 30 seconds. So like, if no one's going to claim this child, then, like, I'm sorry, you can't do it. So my dad has, like, all right. So my dad gets up. My mom is pissed. <laughs> my dad's like, I, I can't, like, embarrass the kid or let the kid, like, not do the thing. So he goes down, and my dad's like, right, here we go. So it was um like a Ren and Stimpy game. So I put my dad in this like Stimpy hat. That's <laughs> the funniest visual ever. And it thankfully wasn't anything gross. It was like he had to like throw like these rings and my dad had to like catch him and stuff. They got every single fucking ring <laughs> that they threw. My dad was a fucking beast. They won for everybody. Everyone went nuts. Uh, and yeah, it was, a, it was a cool moment. I always remember that moment of my dad stepping up and, you know... I, had I known it would have been something not gross, I would have raised my hand and it would have been me and my dad doing that. Some random ass other little pussy bitch that didn't want to go on Twister. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are the two times I did the, the studio thing. Oh, that's yeah. a great story. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know that. I, I love that story, Mama. I'll never get the look on my mom's face when they put that hat on my dad. Just laughing as, God, he looks stupid. It was great. It was, it was amazing. Um, but it has nothing to do with Sonic the Hedgehog 2, so let's, uh, let's wrap it up and uh, move on. Anything else on Sonic the Hedgehog 2? No, I think we covered it. All right. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, with, with all your swords, how could we not? Uh, could you do me a favor? <coughs> Actually, never mind. Excuse I still me. have my cards in here. I'm going to go back to making my cards, just because I like to know what I gave movies. You gave it a 7? gave it a 7. Okay, that answers my question. So I knew I, what you were going to ask. You don't know why you thought I wouldn't already be prepared. No, because sometimes you're, you know, a little funny. Um, so, funny. if I gave the first one a seven, I've already established that I think this one is better. It's, uh, it's more action-packed. It's more fun. 
Um, it, it does have its problems. It's it's just entirely too long for a... a I don't need a two-hour and five-minute Sonic the Hedgehog live-action movie. Um, and it makes some of the same kind of, you know, mistakes as the first one does, but it's still better. I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Oh, wow. No, That's I mean, what I gave the first one. Okay. was a seven and a half, and mm-hmm. I was going to give this one an eight and a half. Oh, wow. Okay, so an eight. An eight total. An eight. I really liked it. I, I and, and I like the vibe. I like the music. And I just like, you know, put it on after a, a rough day at work, laugh away my problems, laugh away, you know, the aggravation. Good movie. Whatever works for And you. also Jillian loves it, so. Oh, yeah. Jillian would give this movie a 10. That's why we don't have her on the podcast anymore, because then our... Our numbers get skewed and completely. I mean, our numbers already... I mean, this year's already preposterous compared to previous years. I, oh, I know. Absolutely. That's is. why I nominated Disorderlies, because... Yeah, I'm sure that's why. <laughs> oh, I'm going to just nominate nothing but crap this year. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm glad we only watch, like, two nominated movies a year oh, no, now. Oh, the way I fix the, the schedule. That it's going to be, like, once a month. Well, oh. for me, it'll be, like, then, like, four movies, probably, so... Plus, also, who knows what some of these guest stars we have coming up are going to pick. Because No one's allowed to be on the show. We have some guest stars that have been on the show before with no. other people, so they may want to dick around. Who knows? Uh, but until then, uh, until next week's episode where we have Keaton and Kim on the show for Liar Liar, and then after that we'll get finally around the Benjamin Button, then we have Born on the Fourth of July, then we have Disorderlies, and we are going to have very, very soon around the corner the movie we should have watched because you only have a couple weeks left to vote for the Mullet Awards. Arcadeaudio.net slash the Mullets. For the best and the worst of what we watched last year on the podcast, let your voices be heard. Um, just a couple ties going on. You know, we hate ties, so break those ties if you haven't voted already. And also for us, make sure you're going to arcadeaudio.net in general for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Facebook.com slash MarriedMovies, at MarriedWMovies on Twitter, MarriedMovies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. For me, at your host, Malt38 on Instagram. For you, at Jam with your Sam. Also for me, your uh, your writer extraordinaire, arcadeaudio.net slash podblogo for my retro wrestling diary, where this week, hopefully, I'll be able to finish tomorrow and type this week before we go on our cruise. The seminal event, Bad Blood in Your House, where the first Hell in a Cell ever took place. It's also the same day that Brian Pillman died. So it's a weird show. That's weird. Yeah, and I did not know when I was watching the show today that uh, Mr. Man announces on the air that he died and transitions into the replacement match, which is the match with minis. Uh, so he's like, well, we got to give you entertainment, so here come minis. Oh, my. Basically, almost an exact quote. Uh, yeah, wrestling time, wrestling back in 97 was interesting. Uh, and yeah, and by the time you're hearing this, we are a couple days away from a long-awaited cruise, which we'll have a full report long on. Long-awaited? I'd say so. Yeah. Uh, we'll have a full report on in two weeks' time. We, but, sure, we sure will. But until then. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. Better not be a fucking swerve we don't get on the boat. Oh I'm my getting, God. I'm getting on that boat. I don't care what it takes. I don't care what happens. I will go to prison probably. You'll be in the brig, but you'll be on the boat. I'll be on the boat. I'll be in one of those fucking cages they put Sonic and Tails in and I'll have to have your mom and your grandmother bail me out with gadgets. Now I'm going to die. Oh my God. No, you wouldn't. My grandmother would, she would rescue you immediately. Who else would carry her back? With just her mouth. Yeah, I'm the valet. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.